All right. This is a special podcast. Um, going to throw this together last minute here. Um, Darren Simon from In Home Jams out in uh, Boston, Massachusetts. We were talking yesterday, and uh, he suggested I, I do a podcast. And uh, so this is uh, dedicated to Darren Simon. Um, sorry, I couldn't be under a better topic to. Uh, let me control that recording level a little bit to um, um, that recording level down a little bit. Sorry, it couldn't be a little bit better. Um, subject matter here. So I do see people starting to post some things, um, some questions and stuff. So feel free to throw some stuff up there. Um, so anyway. Obviously, this is going to be a challenge for all of us. And, uh, you know, I, I wish I had like some master plan to give you that would make everything okay and perfect. But if I had that, I would be at my school right now doing that. And, um, you know, this, this is going to be tough as, uh, you know, but just a little, a little background first. Um, I did actually, you know, have the music school when, the financial crisis of 2008 happened and we did make it through that. And um, we had to make some tough decisions during that. And I was trying to th think back to things that we did during that time. And um, one thing, you know, is we did uh, our pay teachers did take a pay cut uh, and we raised the prices kind of an interesting, you know, move to make, but we were able to raise prices during the economic crash. And that was one of the ways we were able to keep keep going, um, you know. So we may run into you know that type of scenario here in the very near future, where uh, due to the economic impacts of something like what's going on, we could be, um, you know, we could be in uh, some really difficult situations in our schools. Um, so here's, I'll just tell you, here's what we're doing at our school. Up until, honestly, up until yesterday, we hadn't had a single parent mention anything about um, COVID-19. So um, it really didn't even seem to get on any parents' radars until um, we, um, the school started to close and Disneyland. You know, once Disneyland closes, the whole world goes into a panic. Um, so, you know, with that said, we, you know, we did lose a couple students right away yesterday, um, which in my opinion is kind of an overreaction on their parts. Um, but you're going to have those parents, um, uh, and there's nothing you can do about them. And I did have lose one student who does have a family member that is severely compromised and they have to be really careful all the time, not just during a crisis like this, but year round, they have to really watch that. So I totally understand their perspective. Uh, really nice family. I know they'll be back as soon as things settle down. So um, what we've done up at this point, though, is, um, I mean, we haven't canceled any events yet. We have our adult band concert tonight, which as of, you know, last night was still on. So uh, I haven't heard anything different yet this morning. And we're supposed to have a Kids Rock concert Saturday. and. Um, you know, 
that's a fairly small event. I mean, maybe there'll be a hundred people. Um, and I don't know, we maybe want to talk about that today. Um, when I get into the school, you know, maybe, maybe it is, um, uh, you know, maybe it is wise to just postpone an event because, you know, the event stuff, I mean, yeah, it's a bummer, but it's not really like a financial hardship for the students or for us to just say, hey, we're just going to move that concert. Let's just plan it, you know, a few weeks down the road or a month down the road or something like that. I think that's probably the wise thing to do, just to make everybody comfortable with it. Um, you know, I try to keep these things in perspective, um, you know, and I'm not a you know, an expert on these things in any way, although I'm a total science nerd. So I tend to listen to science podcasts and things like that. Um, I mean, obviously I watch the news to see what's going on as well, but I do, I am pretty well versed in the science world and also in just understanding the scientific process and how these things develop. And so I try to keep my head about it. Um, you know, Orange County, where we are located. So even though we're in California, which was one of the first states to, you know, declare emergency, Orange County, where we're at, according to the health department, is still listed as low risk. There was like, I guess, maybe a couple people quarantined, um, but it's low risk. And, you know, I, I don't know the exact population. There's maybe 30 million people in California. There's probably 10 million, 5 million or so in the Orange County area. So having, you know, a couple of people, um, it's pretty, pretty low risk. And, you know, most of your music lessons are one-on-one -on -one, and children are not really being affected so much by COVID-19, although they could transfer it to, you know, uh, an elderly adult or something or, or some other adult who is compromised. Um, you know, so again, I think families just have to make that decision based on, you know, do we have somebody in our family that really can't get sick, you know, and, and, and they're probably dealing with that again, all the time throughout the year. They have to think about those kind of things when there's any kind of breakout, if there's, you know, uh, unfortunate measles breakout or even just a really bad flu, you know, they would have to pay attention to that. So I think we're all going to have a few of those families. But for most people, I think a one-on-one -on -one music lesson is extremely, extremely low risk right now. Um, you know, obviously for you, again, too, as, as a teacher, if you have some kind of um, medical issue or something like that, that's a totally different, you know, scenario and you've got to make those decisions. But, you know, for your average uh, healthy person, a one-on-one -on -one music lesson is really, really, really low risk right now. Um, that could all change. And, you know, these things are probably going to change day by day. So we just have to be prepared to change day by day. Um, you know, I, I, somebody mentioned a comment there that, you know, they saw DFW get shut down. Um, I think probably the shutting down of the large events and those type of maneuvers is a really good thing to do. Um, you know, San Francisco, the city of San Francisco declared emergency really quickly when there was just like two cases or three cases. And I think a lot of people, we can, it's easy to look at that and think that that is a overreaction, but getting, putting that blockade in early to try to stop the spread could be the thing that helps us all get back to normal 
much, much quicker. Um, you know, Disneyland is actually open today. So they made an announcement yesterday, but they don't close till Saturday. So, you know, they still didn't feel it was enough of an emergency to just close today, which is kind of weird. Um, so, um, and, and, you know, they're closing for apparently two weeks is what they're saying. Now, that could easily change. They're saying at least two weeks. So they might just stay closed depending on what's going on. Um, but, you know, there's a lot of you guys that are in states that are super low impact right now. And I think it is good if that's the case that the government agencies, the big events, I know I'll be ready in a couple minutes. Uh, the big events, things like that, all do put things in, uh, you know, in, in place um, to, you know, mitigate the effects and to blockade and roadblock it early will help us to get back. So it's pretty much, you know, I, sh I would expect, just expect all the schools to close, expect all that. Don't associate your business necessarily with the schools just because we're a music school. You know, just because the school's closed doesn't mean you have to close. And as of this point, we're not closing. Um, I don't think most private small businesses are going to close. You know, um, restaurants and bars are not closed. And, um, you know, the gyms and things like that are not closed. I mean, is every karate studio going to shut down? Uh, all the jujitsu schools, I've been, you know, watching all their posts and all they're doing at this point, again, it could change by this afternoon or whatever, you don't know. But at this point, they're just doing extra precautions. So um, I'm not planning on closing our school unless we absolutely had to. So what are we doing? So we sent out a letter, uh, an email yesterday, and we're going to print print it out as well, because I know that, you know, half the people won't read it, even though they're in freak out mode right now. It basically just says, here's what we're doing. Extra sanitizing at the school. Um, I did put some information in there to remind them that, you know, our area is currently listed as low impact. Um, I put a little sciencey stuff in there um, and basically said that we agree that, you know, we should all be extra careful, take extra precautions, um, follow the guidelines set forth by the government. But at the same time, don't panic and live in undue fear. And, you know, I think that's important that we all have to try to do that. Although I know, I get it. I mean, we're, it's an anxious time. I'm, I'm, I'm super anxious and nervous, um, you know, because my music school and your music school, we could, we could be out of business very easily. It, it's not hard for it to happen. It doesn't take a huge disruption financially for most of us. Um, you know, most of us run on fairly thin margins and, you know, we're extended because we bought another music school and, you know, all those things could come into place and, and make it really difficult for us. But, you know, all we can do is just try to do our best to, to get through that. So uh, also in the letter, then it just reminds all of our students that, we can do an online lesson if they would like. And also that we've always had an unlimited makeup lesson policy. So just like going on vacation for a month, 
you can bank a month of lessons and do makeups later. So we eased our makeup policy a little bit. I think that's an easy thing for everybody to do. So we eased our makeup lesson policy so there's no restrictions. You can basically cancel as many, you know, we still want notice, but you can cancel those lessons, save them, and they don't expire. You can use them a year down the road. And, you know, I think if somebody is really freaked out and they want to take a month off, you're going to sit in the house for the next month to play it out. Just bank your music lessons. And we're going to push back on people as they call to say, okay, we want to stop lessons for a month or two. We're going to make sure they've read this letter first. We're going to basically make canceling and pulling out of lessons a little bit harder. Um, the way that other companies do when you try to cancel, where they say, well, we want to make sure you've read this first. Check this box here to show that you've read this. Um, we're going to make it a little tougher because, um, you know, I need those people at the same time to understand that if everybody freaks out and pulls out of everything that they're doing with their kids, everybody's out of business. Every musical school, every dance school, every karate school, everybody's going to be done. And they're going to be really sorry if a month from now that's the case and a month from now the curve of cases levels off. So I think what we all have to do is to educate the students, make everybody comfortable, but they're also looking for us to, you know, they just want to, you know, people are looking for leadership as well. And I think if you don't freak out at your school, you know, I think if you force all your students to go to online lessons, um, unless you have a reason that you need to do that, I think you're, you're adding a little bit to the fear. I think you should give it to people as an option for sure. Um, unless there's a medical reason that you need to do that. So, you know, keeping it, um, um, you know, trying to keep, you know, things calm down as much as you can is, you know, an important element of what we can try to do at this point. Um, <clears throat> What hopefully, you know, if we just want to look at the positive side of things, you know, what we can hope for is that because states that haven't really had anything major happen yet are already taking precautions and starting to shut things down and, you know, limit the spread. If we see, <clears throat> um, you know, a curve off, a plateau in the spike of cases going up, which that might not happen right away. I think we're going to continue to see, you know, bad news here for a little bit. But the day that that starts to slow down um, and there's any good news saying, you know, the cases have slowed down, we've kind of hit the plateau, you know, somebody like Disneyland will reopen. Or, you know, MLB, Major League Baseball, who push back their opening season, will keep it on track and, just, you know, st start to promote, you know, that they're going to have their first games. And as soon as a few elements come back, a couple schools reopen, as soon as that happens, I think most people 
A, will relax and will stop paying attention to a 24-hour you know, negative news cycle that we're in right now. Um, and that doesn't mean, you know, by any means that I think that this isn't a serious thing that's going on. It is. And I, I think that for the most part, you know, the closings of schools and um, the sporting events and all the large gathering type stuff like that. I think those are all good moves because if they do it now, you know, two weeks, three weeks, a month from now, if things stayed in control because of those maneuvers as tough as they are now we're going to be in a lot better position so i think that that you know could could really be a positive uh element to it so um i wouldn't close to my school i wouldn't rush to close my school unless you're being told that you have to which probably won't happen um i would offer a lot of banked lessons um and makeup lessons and um you know hopefully the economic impact isn't what really hits us so a lot of companies you know like disneyland is closed but everybody who works there is getting paid so those people you know their financial life isn't really being disrupted yet so um you know hopefully um people that do have to be at home for their kids um you know, are getting sick pay and things like that to, um, you know, to help them through financial time. So, um, yeah, that's what we're doing for right now. Let me look and see here um, what we got going here. Yeah, so people are mentioning Skype and online. I think everyone should be prepared. Let's um, see the rest of. Um, yeah, so DFW is closed for the rest of the month, you know, but again, I mean, that's probably a good move and it's going to be disruptive and it's going to suck. But if at the end of the month, things have mellowed out even a little bit, if things, if the curve mellows out and DFW goes, ah, we're reopening, the mood of people will change instantly. And so we just have to hang on, I think through that period, offer the makeup lessons, offer Skype lessons, um, you know, and uh, do little extra things that you can at your school to, uh, you know, to make people feel comfortable. So, um, you know, that's our plan as of now. And uh, we're going to stick to that and see what happens. And uh, I wish you guys all the best of luck with, you know, this tough time. Um, the, the other side of it is, you know, there's other things that we had planned that I'm trying to do at the school to move forward and to, um, you know, keep building our business. And there's a part of me that wants to just keep doing those things and kind of not really alter because, you know, this is going to end, right? It, 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 it will end. So um, I do have a friend whose father lives in Hong Kong, and she talked to him uh, Thursday night. I talked to her Thursday night, and uh, <clears throat> he said over there that it's already kind of getting totally back to normal. Um, he said it's not that big a deal over in China right now. So, you know, 
they have the curve definitely has leveled off over there where they're having um, you know only a small number of new cases. So if if we can you know if if we can level that curve quickly, um, I think that you know a lot of us or a lot of you guys, depending on where you're at, you know, could be in a much better situation. You know, we're in California, which is one of the states that's listed in red as having you know one of the states that got hit hard. We, you know, we haven't gotten hit as hard as, um, you know, outside of New York, New Rochelle, where they've kind of quarantined the town a little bit. Um, but, um, you know, and the part of California I'm in so far has been very mild. And, you know, if, if it can stay that way, if a week or two from now, Orange County is still kind of a mild area as far as any kind of outbreak, people will start to loosen some of those restrictions and as soon as those restrictions loosen a little bit and people feel a little bit better about it i think we'll all be in a much better position um nationally i would you know i you know i'm not a stock market expert that's for sure <laughs> um but it's so fickle all the time and i believe also as soon as there's positive news and it seems like we're on the rebound um everyone will start buying all those really cheap stock and we'll see a spike in the market and uh you know things could bounce back i mean that's the hope if you know the challenge for us if there is an extended economic downturn due to this that's that's really more the challenge because i feel like we can all get through a couple weeks or a month of you know makeup lessons and doing skype lessons or whatever I think we can get through that pretty easily, but um, the long-term economic downturn could be, if, if that happened, that would be the more challenging element for us. So, you know, let's hope that we economically as a country, we put things in place to try to mitigate that as much as possible. All right, guys, I'm going to wrap it here. I got to go. We got a lot of stuff to do today at the school. All right. Talk to you soon.